Welcome to Become. I am so excited that you're here. I'm Courtney Koenig, a multi-international human design, manifestation, and somatic coach. Really, I'm a healer at the very core. We're taking this healing journey together where you can create alignment because an in your alignment is your phenomenon. That is the beauty of what you're here to do because only you can do it. So oftentimes we have blind spots for ourselves and we don't recognize the amazing gifts that we have and the great things that we're doing. And I'm here um, showing you exactly how you can show up for yourself even more. And the more that you show up for you, the more that you're going to show up for your business, the more that your business and your career is going to be a source of peace and joy. And that's what we want, right? You have received this calling to step into this position that you're at, into this career that you're at, into the business that you're developing and you have, into this leader and we're going to back up that calling with tools that are going to help you to have peace. So taking you out of self-sabotage, taking you out of burnout, taking you out of overwhelm, never feeling like you're doing enough um, on this roller coaster of emotions that comes with being an entrepreneur and having a career and two, feeling so tired that um, your business is and your career is running you instead of you running it and being in charge. So managing stresses, pivots, changes, all the things that happen while also um, being a woman who has a, a family or who has friends who wants to show up for those relationships um, as a whole human being. So the whole picture, so this is a healing journey. And as we step into um, all these topics that we address each week, um, I'm just so grateful to have you. Please um, leave a review, subscribe. I love having you in the world. And then always drop, um, drop a message to me. Love hearing from you. All right. Thanks so much for being a part of Become. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss. Human design is personal development that's actually personal. It's mindset work that really works because it's based on the gifts that you were born with. And you get to become that boss through your own roadmap that you have within your soul. You get to tap into that calling of your business that has been on your soul that you've been guided to and you get to create power and profit within your business. I'm so excited to be here today with Beck Cazillo, and she is a spiritual business coach for spiritual women who want to build abundance, heart-led, sustainable businesses that truly set their souls on fire. Through her group coaching and mastermind program, Beck's mission is to support women to claim their worth, master their mindset, and step into their higher, highest vision of their life and their business. Beck, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. This will be great. We met and I was like, oh yeah, she would be fantastic to have on the podcast. And I'm excited to hear your story and see these gifts and um, your thoughts on them. But before we jump into your chart, I always like to get to know our guests before we jump in. So do you have a favorite show or book that you've been really into lately? 
Oh my goodness. Okay. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching, I'm almost finished. I have one episode left of Queen Charlotte. Oh, how is that? So good. It's so good. If you like Bridgerton, uh, then you'll love it. Uh, and I adore Bridgerton. I love, I'm actually a massive fan of, um, of Regency romance novels, which is like the trashiest, but the best. <laughs> so I can't even tell you what book I'm reading at the moment because I, I churn through them so quickly. Um, but I love re reading Regency romance novels and watching things like Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. And it's just like those escape, you can just escape and yeah. like, you know, it's going to turn out good, you know. Always. <laughs> yeah. You even know, you even know, like it's always the same. It's from the perspective of the two characters who end up together at the end. So it's all, there's no surprises. I love it. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I'm watching shows and I'm like all panicky for the people in the show. And I'm like, why is this helping me? No, I don't think so. I, I don't need this. I don't need this. Not when I'm trying I just to go need to calm. bed. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but Queen now, Charlotte is very good. Oh, awesome. Um, now, do you have a favorite place that you'd love to travel to or that oh, you want to travel question. to? Oh, I can't wait to start traveling overseas again. Um, oh, yes. I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I think that would be really hard. The next holiday that we want to take is to Fiji and just have a bit of a family relaxing, you know, beachside oceanside Ooh. poolside holiday uh so that's probably on the, the next on the list in terms of where I'd love to travel to I'd really love to go back to Europe and spend a bit of time there um exploring some of the cities and uh, I've I've been there a few times but I would love to get back there one day that's big on the list. Oh, that sounds amazing. I have heard so many good things about Fiji, but from the US, and I know you're in Australia. Mm. So from the Australia, it's not too hard, but from the US, I'm just like, oh my goodness, that's a long trip. <laughs> but I've heard it is like insanely beautiful. It is. Yeah. It is. I actually lived there for about five months when I was younger. Um, wow. When I first was out of uni, uh, I did an internship there and I loved it. It's a beautiful place. Oh my goodness. That sounds incredible. Amazing. Oh yeah. Um, well, I'm so excited to jump into your chart, your human design chart, and you are a generator. And um, whenever we start off with human design, we always start on the type and we really try to build an alignment around there. What I love about human design is it's just, it's so, um, detailed for us. There's so many layers to it, but the first step that we can really do to help align um, and receive that flow of abundance and peace and um, purpose in our lives is to align with our type. So as a generator, you go, 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 go all the time. <laughs> you have this go, go, go energy. You have a million things on your plate. <laughs> you um, can do a lot and you can also uh, cheer on others as you do all these things too. Um, you also love to do your thing better and better and better and better and just get really good at doing your thing and kind of like this focusing in on what is your thing and how do you improve that? So it's making these betterments within the industry that you've chosen um, to focus on. And so it becomes this like um, almost like you're scaling, like, cause you can see and feel like, okay, I know this can be better and we can do it this way, you know, that type of thing. So, um, and and that 
can be really beautiful, but it also can add a layer of um, burnout for generators. Generators can get a burnout because they don't ever take care of themselves. They're all these like, they don't sleep a whole lot. <laughs> and um, that care for themselves kind of goes off to the side because they're like, here, we're going to get the, these things done. And also we're going to make this thing that we do better and better. And so that takes time, right? And that takes energy and putting all those things towards it. And so it can be a lot of pressure. Um, so I would love to hear your thoughts on um, burnout or overwhelm or things that you've experienced. Oh, or I, It's a good question. I feel like this is a lifelong lesson for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had to look like I've had to learn to prioritize rest. And it mm. is something that I don't do particularly well. <laughs> Uh, something that I have to be reminded I know too you know when I can get in the zone like if I'm like sitting down at my desk to do Mm -hmm. some work it's like oh I'll just I'll smash all this out and I'll get it all done and then you know I'll look up and be like oh my god that's the time I need to go and have a break I need to (laughs) go and have some lunch Um, I'm not so in that space right now because I've got small humans in my life and, you know, so they are big distractions in terms of interrupters and, you know, I'm I'm not necessarily able to like sit down and have blocks of time to work anymore, but um, I've, it's something that I've had to learn to do. And I think as you have Mm -hmm. competing priorities, so like, as I've become a mom, that's also become something that I've had to do even more intentionally because it's like, oh, well, in my, in the pockets of time that I do have, I could work on the business or I could rest, or I could probably be doing a million household things. Uh, And so I've had to get really good at prioritizing. I think is probably the thing that, you know, I've had to do. I'm very lucky. I've never been to the point of full on burnout, Um, Mm. but I've definitely gotten to that point of overwhelm and had to lean on, you know, what are my supports here that I can go, like, how do I take some things off my plate right now? I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've had to do and learn how to do well in order to not, you know, hit that point of burnout. Yeah. Well, I love um, a few things that you said and that you mentioned that has um, been helpful is like, um, what are the, you have competing priorities, right? And generators put a lot on their plates. So there's a lot of competing priorities. And oftentimes generators come from a a framework where they're like, well, I can do this. I'll just Mm. do it myself. You know, I'll just do this myself. Fine. I got it. You know, that type of thing. And um, how like, and and you said you're a mom of young kids. How has that been balancing? Because you've had this growth of this successful business you have a beautiful business. How have you balanced that, um, you know, being a mom, having a successful business and I guess looking at all those competing priorities, you know? Yeah. Uh, great question. I, (laughs) I, um, I invested in team support after my Mm. first was born. And so, I've become really good at delegating and we've now got really epic systems and processes in the business, which means that a lot is taken off my plate when it comes to, Mm. you know, the day-to-day scheduling of things and, you know, admin and, you know, all of the stuff that makes the, you know, cogs turn in the background. I don't do a lot of that. 
uh, I get to do a lot of, I do all of the coaching. I get to do, you know, a lot of the creating. I have a little bit of support there with, you know, a copywriter and a content manager who helps me repurpose stuff. But for the most part, I'm in my kind of zone of genius of, you know, creating, leading and coaching. Uh, and then I've got an incredible two-person team that helped me to kind of make everything else happen, uh, which is the only way that I could be doing as much as I'm doing mm -hmm. right now. Um, and uh, like, I'm so grateful to, you know, so I've had, um, you know, team members now for like three years and or maybe a little bit longer. Uh, and I'm just so grateful that, you know, three years ago, that was such a big decision, you know, and it was a challenging one, you know, going back to like being the person who has everything on their plate, like I then had to relinquish some of that control over what that looked like. And that was a challenge. Uh, and, you know, I've had to learn to let go of some stuff, but now I'm really good at it. What's so interesting is it does get kind of addictive to be like, oh, actually mm -hmm. I could probably delegate this part of my business and I could probably delegate that process and I can probably delegate that. How do I continue to do this? Which is actually so funny that you say, you know, that the generators, you know, one of the things they want to do is get better at it. It's like, I wanted to get really good at delegating. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, which you know is a very good skill to have in business oh my goodness that's amazing yes it is and that um I just circled that on my notes yeah. like get really good at delegating that is a beautiful skill for a generator to have again mm. like you have all this energy and you could do a lot of things but you need to stay in this creative um space and you need to be able to coach and, and you also need to be able to give to your kids. They need a mom, you know, that's actually there and not like half work, half um, rest, half kid mode, you know, yeah, cause we yeah. can do that too. And that's easily to step into those two worlds, have a foot in each. So you're not really there in either places, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It takes yeah. real intention to be able to do that. And, you know, some days yeah. I'm really great at it. Other days, there is an element of me being stretched across them both because I'm still thinking about stuff. But, um, you know, we we work on it. It's a work in progress always. Yes, it is. It always is. Yes, yeah. totally. I love that. Well, um, another part of your chart um, and on a human design chart, there are um, nine energy centers and they look kind of like chakras and they um give us gifts that we always have all the time that are either defined those are the gifts we always have and they're colored in and the undefined are the white centers and those are gifts that are we don't necessarily have all the time but we can harness with mood environment and different things and they also give us feedback and information on those open centers of others in our environment so um what stood out to me is your defined ajna which is you always have the gift of ideas. All these ideas are coming to you. And um, this, you are filled with these ideas and these um, different ways that you could go about doing things. Um, now with getting ideas all the time, um, and do you feel like it's all the time? Do you feel yeah, like- Yeah, I'm constantly yeah. thinking and constantly, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and oftentimes too, people, I want to um, point out people like when they get ideas all the time, they oftentimes think, well, I, maybe I have ADD or something like that. I can't focus. My attention's like being pulled in different ways, 
But I would like to always point out that your an idea is like a leaf falling from a tree, right? You wouldn't necessarily stare out the window and be like, I'm going to go grab that leaf. You know, you just observe and let it fall. And then you use your inner authority to decide later if it comes back around or if it's still like uh, there's an intuition hit or a gut response with it. Like, oh yeah, that, that was a good one. Let's do something about that one, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like these leaves that are falling. So oftentimes people with a defined Ajna and sometimes with a defined crown, they're like, oh, I need to do something about all these ideas. You know, there feels that pressure. And so to relieve that pressure and just be an observer of those ideas allows them to um, either have potency and stick around, you know, if you're filling them out, but you don't necessarily always have to be doing something about it. Creating um, this alignment with them is the key part, but otherwise you're this neutral observer, you know, like how are how is that idea? Oh, that was a cool idea. You know, just like a cool leaf, you know, um, yeah. and things like that. Um, so do you have a, uh, do you find, um, in your business that you're so inspired by all these ideas that are coming to the table and that's how you helped you to build out your business and, and really create, be creative. Mm, it definitely has. You know, I grew up thinking that I wasn't particularly creative and, you know, it's taken me, you know, however many years to get to this point where I'm like, no, actually I am quite creative, just obviously not in those kind of arty, crafty ways that we think creativity comes through. Yeah. Um, I... I just keep thinking of the fact that I've got this note in my phone, which is probably from the very beginning of my business that has a bunch of ideas. And I, I definitely know it's still there, like a bunch of ideas that I had back then that have never gone anywhere. And they're great ideas, but, you know, they just weren't right at the time. And now that, you know, we're seven years in and you know they're not aligned with the business anymore but it's so it, it it's so funny that that's what I'm reminded of at this moment because like I wouldn't necessarily think I'm pretty good at being able to discern what ideas I want to kind mm -hmm. of run with and like park ones to then come back to later in that way of like I'm just going to write yeah. these down as things that are coming through and just leave them there and we'll do something one day or we won't and that'll be fine um, I think that attitude is probably the key thing because I could probably look at that and be like, oh, look at all of these ideas that have just gone to like idea heaven, you know, they're just in the idea graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you can be disappointed in yourself for, not, you know, not doing that. I'm, I'm pretty good at just being like, no, it's just not, it's just not in alignment. It doesn't matter. Um, and that idea of like, you know, you can have really great ideas uh, you can do a lot of things, but doesn't mean you should be doing all of those things um, yes. is really key. But ideas and being creative and having, you know, that in my business has been so helpful because mm -hmm. if you can kind of get really like honed in on, and this is what I support my clients to do. If you can get really mm -hmm. honed in on like, okay, well, what's the what's the problem that we're solving here? So whether that's mm. like, okay, I'm, tr I'm going to create a new offer that's going to support my clients. Where are they at right now? You know, what do they need? And then, then going into, okay, well, what are the ideas that I've got around helping them with that thing? And mm. then you kind of land on, you know, what the offer is or, you know, creating content in the same way or, um, you know, solving some kind of back end problem creatively in that way. Um, 
I think too, being a mom, something that I've learned is patience. Like there's a lot that I would really, really love to do in the business. And, you know, even things that I want to change and improve, you know, at the moment they're working and they're okay, you know, and that's fine for now because I just don't have the time to prioritize the thing that I want to kind of like do for the next level. But I know when the time comes, like I've got all of these ideas that I can implement. And so becoming Mm. patient has probably been uh, the biggest challenge for me around having all of these ideas. Um, But it's actually quite nice because you do get to sit with them and go, okay, well, what Mm -hmm. is the thing that I want to move forward with here? Right, right. And what is that thing? And I love um, what you said is like allowing them to develop um, and just knowing that everything is a timing, you everything in its timing will hit even those improvements that you want to make on your business, those um, expansions. And we all are, are at that space, right? Business is all about refinement and expansion, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and especially um, again, as a generator, like to be able to use that gut feeling about like this idea is going to stick, but it doesn't mean I need to act on it right exactly at this moment. It will come when the timing is right. And I love that in your practice of coaching, you know, really tapping into entrepreneurs and helping them to kind of get off this roller coaster of like, it's ups and downs in entrepreneurship. It doesn't need to be like that. It can be like this, like, we're floating on this nice river, you know? Yes. I mean, sometimes it's it's going to like twist and turn, you know, and that's okay. Sometimes there'll be some rapids, but we'll still have fun. You know, like it's yeah. the business is supposed to be fun. So, and why do we um, make it and overthink things so much or or do that in our careers, you know, overthink things or, or um, not allow timing to settle with us? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I 100% agree. I'm even thinking like something that's really helpful. I know when I've got ideas is I'll be thinking about, you know, a specific client and something that they've shared with me and I'll get an idea for them or I'll, I'll have a few ideas and, you know, I'll share with them like, Hey, I was thinking about that thing we were talking about the other day. And, you know, here are some solutions that I've been thinking about, or here's some ideas that I've got for you. Like no Mm. pressure, but I just thought I'd share them with you because I've been thinking about it. Yes. And Mm. that is so beautiful. I love that. Mm. Well, um, also on your chart, um, you are a specific manifester. So you manifest best when you are specific about it. So this is the right bottom arrow facing left. And oftentimes we look at those, we kind of overlook those arrows and because they can get complex, but it's really simple. Um, So details make a difference as you manifest. So the more clear you are on what you want, the more open that you are to all the possibilities and you get clear on like, this is what I want. Um, And the preferences and the details matter and really feeling into it the more that that abundance comes towards you and the more that you manifest more and it feels just more aligned and more um, like you, you know? Mm. Um, And oftentimes in manifesting, we're told like either you have lots of details or you're more open, you know, that type of thing. We hear everything, you know? But I love that human design really points us towards like, how do we do this best? You know, how do we manifest best? 
So um, I would love to hear your thoughts on um, like your manifestation and like that being specific mm, in your practice. <laughs> when, when I teach manifestation, I teach people to be as specific as possible, which is great. And now I can be like, let's look at your human design chart and work out what <laughs> you need specifically. But you know, I've always been of the opinion that the more specific you can be, and now it makes sense, <laughs> the more specific yeah. you can be, the better and the, the clearer you can get, especially because, you know, like even just knowing what you want first and foremost and being clear on that, I think helps you have some boundaries around what that looks like and what you're willing to like say yes and no to. Um, something that when I, um, you know, I, probably the biggest manifestations where I've gotten really specific um, have been in the houses that my husband and I bought, you know, the last oh. two houses that we've bought. And, you know, we got really, really specific about like, how many bedrooms we wanted, what we wanted the house to, you know, like the flooring, what, you know, how big we wanted the block to be, what we wanted the backyard to look like. And of course, you know, you've got to be reasonable about things, but, you know, we had a list of things. I remember we, when we moved from our one bedroom apartment into our last house, um, you know, we really wanted a bathroom with a bath. We were having a baby, but I also just really wanted a bath in the, in the house. Um, and we got that, you know, like we got really specific around like what all of the bits and pieces looked like. And then for this house, it was the same. We wanted, you know, two living spaces and four bedrooms and we wanted a bigger mm. backyard and we wanted it to be in this particular location, um, in this price range, you know, and both of the manifestations have felt really, um, kind of serendipitous, you know, like Ooh, the first, yes. The last house we were in, you know, it was actually sold and then, you know, we missed out on it. We weren't in a position to buy and then it actually came back on the market. And within like five days, we went from not being in a position to buy to being in a position to buy, putting an offer in, getting accepted. It was like the the biggest roller coaster. And I remember thinking at that time, like, you need to be, when you're manifesting, you need to be willing to mm -hmm. say yes. Like you really need Ooh. to be you know, when the thing gets delivered to you, you know, it's like, here's that really specific thing you've been looking for. Yes. You've, you've then got to go, okay, yes. You know, like that's the the final step mm -hmm. of like actually receiving the thing. Um, and I just, I remember that so powerfully because it was that one of those moments where we could have gone, that's too hard. Like we don't have things organized. We don't have our finance. We don't have yes. this. How are we going to put an offer in? Like it, we could have just put it in the too hard basket and we would have missed mm -hmm. out on this house that we loved. Um, and then the same thing with this one, you know, the house that we're in now, we sold our house and uh, we moved town. So we came here for a holiday. We stayed with our family and um, we were like, oh, let's just go and have a look, you know, like, we'll just go have a look. We weren't like thinking we'd buy straight away. And it was that day we found this house. It wasn't even on our radar. We just happened to like drive past it and had an open home sign out the front, like all of these things that just, you know, like, and I think if we hadn't have been really specific around what we mm -hmm. wanted and known what we'd wanted, it would have been really it would have been harder to make that decision at the time. Um, but because we were really specific about it, we were like, oh, this, this ticks all of the boxes and it's got a really nice feel. And 
I remember walking in the front door and we kind of looked at each other because we just thought, oh, we'll just go have a look. And we looked at each other. We were like, oh my God, I think this is the house. I think this is it. Um, I'm getting goosebumps as I say that. Um, (laughs) And now here we are living in it, which is amazing. That's amazing. And I feel like too, when we manifest and we believe that we are worthy of all the possibilities of that manifestation, all those details, you know, or if they're a non-specific manifester, they're more in the, like the feeling of it and the generalizations of it, you know? And if we feel, and when we feel we're worthy of that very thing, it comes towards us and it flows towards us. And, and then it, yeah, it's serendipity. It like lands in our lap, you know, it's like, I cannot believe that thing happened. (laughs) That's amazing. You know, it's just a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, one more part of your chart, let me, yeah, is your gates. Now gates are super important because they are layers of gifts that you have, and they can add to this whole picture of you. And, and it's almost like a puzzle, right? Human design is building this uh, picture and it's like filling in all these gaps that sometimes we're a little blinded to see, or sometimes we're like, well, that's really cool, but I don't, I just did it once, you know, that type of thing. But it's like, the more we lean into it, the more that we have the abilities to use it. And, and you have gate 38 and this is attached to the root. The root center is all about drive. And this is the gate is I am a warrior and you are a warrior. You withstand struggle. You are resilient. When crap hits the fan, you're like, we got this. We're going to go for it. You know, um, it, you thrive in these kind of like um, tough times, you know, we can handle this. You can address it. Um, you can go through that. And as a business owner, and that's really important to have too, you know, and that's important to gift to your clients too. And not, and that's what I think too, um, with human design, you can gift these gifts to your clients. You can inspire them to have the same gift by sharing this gift and what you do with others as well. Mm. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Oh, so good. I think, um, you know, I love that. I think the biggest thing that's coming through for me there that's really resonating and reminding me of is I know whenever something challenging happens in the business, you know, I have to have a difficult conversation or whatever it is. The the first thought I often have is, oh, this is, this is going to be so great because now I can support my clients with it. <laughs> like this is like, this sucks, you know, in many times, yeah. like it's, it's not fun, but you know, the reframe there is like, okay, well, I'm going to learn something here. I'm going to learn how to deal with this. I'm going to learn how to like how I navigate this and, and I'm going to come out the other side and, um, and I can share that then, you know, if I ever have a client go through the same thing, I can be like, oh, I've done that, you know, um, you know, here's how I handled it. Here's what I recommend. Um, here's what I learned. And, you know, that's probably like, that's, it's such a good thing. Like, I think when you're working with a mm-hmm. business coach, you want someone who can help you not just to do, you know, the strategy and the things, but like also handle when shit hits a fan, right? Like, oh my goodness, what do yeah. I do in this situation? How do I make a decision here? Or how do I, you know, have this conversation? How do I approach this person? How do I do this thing? Um, and so having those experiences uh, are actually really great as a coach. You know, if I didn't have any hardships ever, it would be really hard to support people through any of that. Um, 
And so I always reframe it in that way, which is funny that Mm. that's kind of like (laughs) one of my (laughs) gifts. Um, And I think something I remind people of all the time is like, we don't want to make things harder for ourselves, right? Like just because you might thrive in challenging situations, we don't want to like always make things hard. But, you know, knowing that in business there, you know, will be those challenges that you have to navigate at times. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's make this as easy as possible but also know that you can do hard things. Like you can do them. Yeah, you can do that. And it's inspiring because as you've gone through those circumstances and we all go through them, but I, what I loved about what you said is it doesn't shift your identity. It's like, you know what? Okay, we're going to learn something here and I'm going to be able to pass along to my clients. I'm going to be able to, it's a learning moment and it's a growing moment. It's not a identity shifting moment. And that's what is so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like, I suppose it could be so easy to go down that path of like, I must be doing something wrong here, or Mm -hmm. I'm not a great coach because of this, or I'm not a great business owner because of this. It's like, no, like there's just stuff that happens and you deal with it. And that's what makes you the better business owner. Like actually handling it is the thing, you know, Um, you know, it's actually almost like an identity affirming thing in many ways. Yes. Identity affirming because you are, and you continue to show up as that warrior. You're Mm. like, this is what we do. We got this, you know? So, um, Beck, this has been so beautiful. There are so many layers of your chart and, um, we could just keep going, but (laughs) I've just so enjoyed this conversation. Um, I would love for the audience to connect with you and to get into your world. Is there, um, how can they, um, connect with you? What's the best? Amazing. Uh, the best place is to come over to Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. So you can find me at beck.cazillo. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to have a conversation about human design or business or anything that, you know, manifestation that, uh, you know, you might've been inspired by in this conversation. I've absolutely loved it. Thank you for having me. Um, The other place to come and find me is uh, I've got a podcast, Feminine Fire with Beck Cazillo. So if you're a business owner and you would love some soulful strategy, mindset, energetics, you know, to support you to grow your business, come on over and have a listen. Awesome. And we'll have all those in the show notes so people can reference that. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being on today. So it's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I've really, really loved this. (laughs) This has been great. Well, thank you listeners for being a part of the show today. Make sure you screenshot this and put it in your stories and tag Beck and I, and we will shout you out as well. All right, let's embrace our power. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart And it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate, what are your gifts, but it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. 
Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.